Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. You want to know something that's good as the book? The book. A movie's not a book. (laughs) Exactly. Nerd On. What is, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. First of all, this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Happy, so happy to have you guys on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh, one of the hosts, if you're new to the show. I'm Tom, because Corey poked me. I'm Corey, because I poked Tom. <laughs> And I'm Ali, poke free since '93. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll poke you on Facebook. Mm. Just Pokemon, <laughs> just poke me back. If you want to get any more information about the show, again, if you're new to the show, you can go to www.nerdonthepodcast.com. And we're going to get into this. I'm very excited about this subject. Yo, we're going to jump into the spoilers. Oasis. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. It's at the top. If you haven't seen this movie yet, pause. Pause. We know it's playing near you in like a half an hour. Go see the mm-hmm. movie. And then two and a half hours later, come back and listen <laughs> to the rest of this. Let's do a courtesy pause. We're just going to pause for a second. And go. Okay, so welcome now we're back. back. There you I go. Hope you Spoilers coming after you. I hope, okay. hope you enjoyed the movie now that you've watched it. So, we are talking Ready Player One. Yeah. The directed by Steven Spielberg and screenplay written by Ernest Clive and Zach Klein. 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 Sorry. Klein. <laughs> um, uncultured. Swine. Ah. No, it's Klein. <laughs> so yeah, shall we talk about our Absolutely. initial reactions? Yeah, yeah, initial reactions of the movie. So I I never read the book. I never read the book. And going to this movie, I know, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Hey, if there was an anime about it, I probably would have watched. Well, it. Who yeah. here has read the book? I have. Josh, multiple times. Oh, I have uh, not. I have uh, not. Okay, <laughs> I have it loaded on my Nook. Yeah, I have. I have it on my iPad. Some some close. Um, to so just it. Josh. Yep. Inya? Just Josh. God. Um, but yeah, so watching this and being a longtime Spielberg, I mean, I feel like it's not like I'm a Spielberg fan. It's like I just grew up watching Spielberg. Yeah. Who's not really, though? I mean, it's yeah. kind of like you. Communist. If you, if like you, it goes without saying. If you ever watched a movie, but chances are you've probably watched a Spielberg movie. Or, or it's, it's been influenced. Been, yeah, I was going to say, or it's been influenced, or he's yeah. had his hand um, in it somehow. Somehow. So uh, initial reaction of, of Ray Player One, I, I enjoyed it. I had such... A fun time. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> First time. Um, yeah. No qualms. No I, I enjoyed it. it. It was fun. Uh, it it brought me back to watching some of the older Spielberg movies, which yeah. I, I've actually been saying for a long time that I feel like he kind of really adopted the Schindler's List um, ideology, where he kind of went with this, you know, very like tough and deep tone narrative films and kind of traded that in f- like. When he didn't, he used to have like Jaws and like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, where they were like more adventure, you yeah, know, emotion thrilling. Um, but this this kind of brought that back, and it had that that vibe back, and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had that. Um, it had whimsy. Yeah, that's a good that's a good word. Whimsy. Feel like it, it had, had whimsy. It had wind uh, instruments in there. Yeah, it was yeah. windy. <laughs> um, Corey, me, I liked it. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um. I found myself really invested as someone who plays games and stuff like that. I yeah. related a lot uh, to the devastation of losing everything you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, having having <laughs> zeroing played, out, having played hardcore on losing Diablo once shit. or twice, <laughs> I have that. I know that feeling of just like, oh fuck, 
There goes everything I worked for. Yeah. Um, the grind, baby. So oh, yeah, yeah, I was very much a, a feeling the grind, um, and you know, buying that you know new gear, especially since we've been playing pirates lately, mm-hmm. Th- Sea of Thieves. Uh, you know, buying cosmetic upgrades and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I was sold, so I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I loved it. I mean, it was it was it was a, just a huge reference, you know, pile of references, you know, which is like. Which is fine. I mean, it was just references on well, references I, I would, on references. I would say <laughs> it was the, awesome. the cool thing is that it references, but it, it, it's like homage and honor yeah, versus, yeah. versus intertextuality. Which 100%. I'll it wasn't just there for the sake of like being there. It was like, it was cool. Like when certain things happened, it made sense. And mm. I, I was just, I was invested. I was in it. Like I, like I bought into it and then I was just, I was on for the ride. Yeah. 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 Joshy Josh. Um. So my initial reaction started when it was announced. You're like, <laughs> Nerd well, on alert. Like I, boners. I, I've read the book multiple times. Um, I just love it so much. And I told Bonnie about it. And she was like, oh, let's read but it. Why did you like the book? I mean, it was it was a well-written story. Mm-hmm. There are there we can talk about this later if we want to, but the book did get some backlash um mm. on its representation of female characters. Mm. Um, but I I loved the book. I just loved all the fan service, I guess you could say. Uh the the if you thought the movie was jam-packed with pop culture, this was jam-packed even more. Oh, yeah. But it was also old-school IPs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Dungeons & Dragons ah, OG. It was, it was Joust. Joust. It was, you know, there was a lot of really great, like, really there was, great. There was Blade Runner in there. There, there was yeah. things that brought, like, like genuine, like, heart-warmed smiles yeah. to my face. Like, like not just the fact that Iron Giant is in it, but, like, yeah. the fact that it's a mod mm-hmm. that yeah. he's working on. Like, yeah. I just love that. So when it was first announced, I was kind of like, okay, all right, you're going to make a movie of it. Oh, my God, Steven Spielberg is going to direct it. Oh, my God, this is amazing. And so as it got closer, I was like, okay, I'm really excited about this, but also kind of that cautiously Weary. optimistic. Right, for someone who's read the book and yeah. is like a fan. Mm-hmm. Don't want to overhype it. Yeah, don't want to. Don't so I went in with an open mind because I, I was like, I, I really want to allow myself to see this and not be like, oh, but in the book. And I thought that they handled it really well mm-hmm. because if you were to handle the book to a movie and be like totally clear with everything that's in the and just have everything, it'd be like a six hour movie. It'd be watched. Right. Well, I like there's a thing Ian McKellen once said about why the Lord of the Rings movies are so long. He's like, you can write a line in a book, an army marched onto a field. He's like, but yeah. to show that in a movie, it's going to take at least, you know, three or four minutes to show yeah. an army marching onto, yeah. you know, the field to, to battle at like yeah. Helm's Deep or something. So, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, at first I was kind of like, okay. And I had to, I had to like check in with myself and be like, Josh, chill out, watch the film and open your mind. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen some posts from people that don't like it well, I mean, because it, right, they just want it to be so true to the book. But I'm like, you know, this was a great adaptation. Right now, isn't it like sitting, right, as we record this, it's like sitting at like a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Something like that, that yeah. Which, mm. I mean, again, I don't I, I, look. I don't look at critics as terms of like the ultimate like, yeah, this movie's good, this movie's bad, go watch it, don't watch it. Or like, I look, at, I don't look at them as success. Yeah. Um, But what, in the same sense, when I saw the trailer, it had a, a different version of... Uh, uh, pure imagination yeah. playing and it was it, it felt like this is like a dream reality mm-hmm. and um, you know since I'm the terminally Asian guy uh, there's a genre of anime called isekai mm-hmm. which is a genre of anime where people uh, get stuck in virtual worlds okay. and this reminded me so much of that uh, like Dahak Sign or Start Out Online which huge uh, franchises now but bringing this to an American audience 
like bringing video games to a massive audience. You know, like yeah. we all we're yeah. all nerds here. We're all nerds at home, but. Mm-hmm. Mo- some of the massive but audiences. it was movies it was yeah. TV shows it was and it and comic that, book characters it was everything yeah, it, was, it was everything it was video games I mean I love the Master Chief like group the Spartans yeah. the Spartans yeah, the group of Spartans awesome. yeah um, you saw Battletoads you saw Ninja Turtles you saw everything it so, was crazy yeah Arkham Asylum things like that but like bringing that as a Joker uh, Harley as, Quinn. as parts of the fact that the movie is based around a game yeah, you know, like last time you saw something like that was Jumanji or like War Games right. or you know something yeah. specific. It was nice like, to see that kind of like the the genres bending, you know, yeah. blending in together a little bit. Which, yeah. which, which actually, in my my point, I had the same similar feeling like you just. I'm like, I I hope this does really well mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't know how many people you can sell. Like, there's a guy, there's a future where the game is the world, yeah, and the real yeah. world is not really the one that anyone cares about anymore. Should we do a quick synopsis? A synopsis? A synop? Synopsis? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You can do that. Um, I mean, those of you who are listening to this, you've probably already seen it. Since yeah. Since you want to be spoiler free. So we'll keep it real brief. Yeah. Um, um, go the, ahead. Ta- the movie, at least, is a 1945 in uh, Colorado. 2045. 2045. 2045. <laughs> it's in 1945, guys. 1945. Uh, 2045. Columbus, Ohio. Just defeated Hitler. Columbus, Ohio. I'll do the recap. Here we go. 2045, Columbus, Ohio. You have Wade Watts. There it is. His dad named him because it sounds like... Peter Parker, Bruce Banner. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he is in this place called the Oasis. Well, the Stacks. And he escapes to a place called the Oasis because there's overcrowding, all that kind of stuff. It's a virtual reality world, world that has been created and basically taken over. Not taken over. I don't mean taken over like that, but it has been picked up so much that people spend most of their lives. That's where the yeah, new reality well, is. So, so reality has become so bleak and so sad for some people that their their only way to be happy in life is to escape to this place and you could do anything mm-hmm. you could be anyone but it's yeah. also like any character it's like bitcoin too cuz like the 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 oasis currency has taken over the uh, like the actual dollar yeah um mm-hmm. created by gregarious games by a guy named James Holiday and uh Ogden Morrow mm-hmm. uh, who created Augie. the company um and it takes place uh pretty much the story takes place 5 years after James Holiday has died and once he died he announced that there's going to be this competition there's easter eggs for this easter egg and to get the easter egg you get three keys mm-hmm. um, and they're located all around the world they're not underneath a rock but you have to do which is kind of a huge thing because mm-hmm. the oasis is infinite yes. yeah i yeah. mean it's it's finite in a way but there's so much in it mm-hmm. like it was what zero, uh, horizon zero dawn supposed to be yeah <laughs> i mean it's like if i told you to, i need you to go find this in a video game it's like but where do I start? It's not They're like, really hey, a- we need you to find this sewing needle on the map of Grand Theft Auto Five. Good luck. Yeah. But like, oh my God. I would say even more so where it's not even a world. Yeah. It's a it's universe. Yeah. These yeah. are multiple You need planets. to find a needle inside in of either Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a Rockstar game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Including the World of Warcraft yeah. map. Good luck um, and enjoy. Yeah. So um, Wade Watts um, finds the first key and he meets. This he has his friend H and he meets this other girl, Artemis. Artemis, and they all start working together alongside his I'm other. I'm having two a friends. problem because Di- I'm like, no, that's not what. Oh wait, Daito and my mind's going. Oh, the book. Daito yes. and nope. Show. Yeah, um, and they all, the five of them call themselves the High Five. Well, they don't really clan up. That's the thing. But he, yeah. they start calling themselves the High Five. But they've been called the High Five because they're they hold the top five. Yep. Um, of the leaderboard because they all have keys. And yeah. um, all the while, um, IOI, which is um the enemy company from that's led by Nolan Sorrento, who mm-hmm. ha- leads the Sixers, are all chasing them down, trying to find these keys too. Because whoever gets the Easter egg gets the rights to um the Oasis. What do they call themselves? 
Gunters? Oh, Gunters. Egg Hunters. Egg Hunters. Gunters. Mm -hmm. Um, And whoever gets the Easter egg uh, owns the rights and gets a half a trillion dollars of... um, the entire and owns like, Oasis, where he like misspoke. He's like half a billion. I mean, he says half, half a million, half and then goes. I mean, uh, half a trillion. Half a trillion. trillion. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, so the economic balance of the world is in the Oasis now. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot riding on the stakes of like finding this uh, Easter egg because IOI wants to sell advertising. Mm-hmm. Like their HUD would just be basic. They said they literally figured out how much advertising they could take up before people have a seizure, and they're just going right <laughs> below that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, eventually, they follow the clues in in his memories. They, uh, go, they go through this place called like the Holiday uh, Museum, where they like the archives. Yeah. They go and, through his memories and. Uh, Wave starts picking up on different uh, clues here and there. They eventually find the three eggs. They go to different places like The Shining, which we thought was really wonderful. That whole that sequence. That was so wonderful. It was beautiful. Um, and, yeah, and eventually uh, the bad guy goes to blow up everybody. But what he doesn't know is when he was visiting the library, uh, this guy gave him a quarter. The uh, accountant. The curator. The, the curator gave him a quarter because he lost a bet. But what it was, it wasn't a quarter. It was a extra, extra life. life. Mm-hmm. So he gets to sit there and beat the game, gets the Easter egg, all that kind of stuff. And the bad wins. guys get caught. The good guys win. It's a Spielberg classic Spielberg ending. 80s, like, yeah. beautiful ending. Yeah. Um, if they could have, like, at the end, freeze-framed at a high five, it would have been oh, yeah. Yeah. complete. <laughs> um, one thing that I really do like, I mean, something in the synopsis we'll talk about in the movie, but, like, uh, the, the power of love. Yes, yeah, so it should have <laughs> <Yeah>. been. So, <laughs> um, the way that you would find ways to get to the Easter eggs or beat challenges is your knowledge of what Holiday loved. Mm-hmm. And what Holiday loved was just everything that's 80s or yeah. 90s nerd culture stuff, which I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I mean, like, that's the, that's the thing about like heroes in like stories, like, it's not sometimes based on how strong, but also how cunning they are. And this one is purely based on the round, like, how geeks and nerds, like, how much knowledge do they actually have yeah. of the culture? I mean, there are like, and there's a that's the cred, that's the credibility. Yeah. There's that have. scene where yeah. he's getting fed information where he's like, neither of those, neither of those. It's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's not one of the high schools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of information. I mean, we always say all levels of nerd are welcome, but I mean, that is a special. That is a nerd of the highest level. Yeah. School us. They would school the shit For, out of even us. Yeah. I mean, it's that'd be like if I wanted to talk Lord of the Rings and Stephen Colbert showed up, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I mean, I'd, I'd probably be in like the heights. Well, I mean, in that universe. Yeah. I mean, like the funny thing is because it ends at a certain point when Holiday died. Right. So like certain link, things we'll talk about and differences, like how they included Overwatch and stuff yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting. Well, I mean, there's a the book. If you, yeah, because the book had a lot of 80s references. Mm-hmm. And so and I remember when Spielberg was announced, he said that he wanted to try his best to not use any of his IPs, any of his properties at all. Um, because try. He, because he... You will try. He said he would feel weird doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Giants is his, though, right? No. I thought I thought he had a hand in Iron Giants. Well, because well, it's DreamWorks, DreamWorks. and he, owned, he yeah. created DreamWorks. But right? he said, because there's a lot more Spielberg in the book. Oh, is there? So, it, so it's, it's one of those things that it was like a dream thing where it was like, oh my God, Steven Spielberg is going to direct this. But it's like, you Can also... Can you give us some, like, what, no, which ones are used of, in there? Well, I mean, something that was really cool is the fact that, like, the audiobook that came out the same year that the book was published was narrated by Wes, uh, uh, Will Wheaton. And Will Wheaton's mentioned in the book. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah so it's like, there, there was a, that was the kind of the cool thing about the book was that there was, like, again, like, if you were just alive mm-hmm. in, any, in the 80s or the 90s at all, you know any of the references that he talks about. Like, you, you, you couldn't pass one without, like, oh, I, I know that. I may yeah. not know 99 of them, but I'll know one out of 100 yeah. for sure. 
And it's just jam-packed with that kind of stuff. I think that's that's why, you know, on a surface level, I was giddy during, mm-hmm. the, during the movie. It was because every, it was like my entire life yeah. Yeah. In, of entertainment. In front I of cried. Me. I'll be perfectly honest. I cried <laughs> I mean, at one point. And we've talked about it before where like some uh, a film rewards. And I think what the cool thing about games, and, and we talked about this as well, like a game and a movie are kind of like they're melding into each other. We talk about cut, cinematic cut scenes and we talk about like interactive like movies where they're engaging with the audience and like they, they're they understanding that the audience is, is a well is, is a person that knows a culture. So mm-hmm. like the movie, this movie does really well is it rewards audiences for knowing what the culture is around them. A same way that a video game rewards you for like paying attention to something at the beginning of the exactly. game. Exactly. So like differences of like in the book specifically, uh, Josh, you could probably lead me a lot of it, but I mean the, 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 Cinematic race in the beginning of the of the film is not a really a race. Um, there's more of an understanding of Wade in high school in a digital high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he gets the first key is like through a jousting. I battle. mean, if you want me to go over really quickly, like what the the differences are, I, I think can. you could name out five on the top of your head, like the big ones specifically. That yeah, were what huge. are the biggest ones you could think of? Like how he gets the first key is a big one. I think yeah, the the way he gets the first key. Like here's the thing about the adaptation that I really enjoyed is that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, and the introduction to where they are, mm-hmm. the whole narration would thing? have taken a longer time. Mm-hmm. It was chapters mm-hmm. talking about the getting oasis? to the place where he, where the movie started. Okay, like about the stacks where, and stuff. About the stacks and all, the oasis no, itself. The, no, the, the I mean the the how far he is into the game. Okay, uh, in terms of the hunt, mm-hmm. but it. like the first one, the copper key, he had to beat. Um, dungeons and dra- he had to find a Dungeons and Dragons um, like cave, mm-hmm. and then he had to beat Asarak at a game of Joust. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, oh wow! An ar- arcade, and then he had to reenact the entire game, uh, entire movie of the war, war games, war games, line for <laughs> line. He had to role play Matthew Broderick's character. Oh my god! Um, for the second one, for the Jade Key, but Shout in the movie it was Broderick. that ra- it was that epic race. Mm-hmm. See, in the book there was also they interesting. In the book, so there different. was a challenge, so to speak. You got the key, you opened something, and then it was another challenge. Yeah. And so in the movie, there was no there downtime was like, in between. Whoop. Yeah. And so the it's, second challenge, it's kind of like a real video game where like you have to do a certain amount of quests and unlock something, and yeah. then that unlocking is the challenge. Right. Yeah. It's not just getting the key, and that's it. Yeah. Um, for the second challenge, he had to complete a text-based game, um, and then. Pass a Blade Runner replicant test. Yeah, and then it's something complete. Um, the arcade game Black Tiger, and then um, in the movie that was the Stanley Kubrick The Shining. Yeah, which I thought was amazingly done. It was I, very funny. Uh, the Stanley Kubrick. I w- the when the moment they were walking down the steps and it looked. It's just the complete recreation of how yeah. that set looked. Like. I was like, that is crazy. And I'm not. I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's been now a couple of years since I read it the second time, mm-hmm. but I'm not completely on on these challenges, so I'm just kind of brushing over. The third challenge was actually the closest to what it was like. Oh, in yeah, the, the game the, adventure. But okay. the, the game adventure, but, and the the sphere, like the battle. The orb of Azavoth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but part of the challenge of the third challenge was he had to reenact Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, that's why they held the Holy Gra- Hand Grenade, which yeah. I thought was great. So, I mean, it One. was... Two, five. Uh, Three, sir. Oh, three. Um, And how he gets the um, 
quarter is different. Uh, yeah. He has to. He be, just found this random arcade in the book, and he, and he just had was, a complete uh, perfect game. And he just wanted to. He didn't. Yeah. There was no purpose of it. He was just like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm. I've got to beat the high score." And he got this random quarter, and he had no. Re- he had yeah. no idea what it was used for. It was just in his inventory. Which yeah. I still feel like they captured that that bit of like you're mindlessly playing a game because he talks about that with playing adventure, like the idea. And, and that, I think when I first heard the idea of the movie, mm-hmm. I talked to some of my friends from back home. Uh, shout out to my friends Charlie and Ian, and they're talking about the 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 love of the the book came from the fact that like it's not about like missions and doing this is kind of like you love the culture and the history of everything around it you just want to be around it and it was more of like you're you're again it's kind of like you're just exploring yeah and it's you're rewarded more and more for how much you play the game mm-hmm. versus like you know these easter egg things yeah you know the easter yeah. eggs are part of the fun but the thing is like you're having fun already yeah yeah, yeah. um artemis in the movie had a little bit more um play in the action that happened mm-hmm. to the story like um, she was, she was introduced much, much earlier, like from like face to face, much earlier than when in the book. In the IRL. Book, yeah. IRL. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't, they didn't meet face to face until after the hunt was done. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. In yeah. The book. And, and then they kiss. Yeah. And at one point mm. she blocks him when he says, I love you. Like we did see that mm. she completely blocks him and goes weeks without talking and all this kind of stuff because she just wanted to focus on the hunt. Mm. Right. And because that's what Artemis is based mm. off of is the yeah. goddess of the hunt. And the prison thing. Yeah. The prison thing was that was actually Wade. Yeah. He purposefully the, went into the, the prison, loyalty, the loyalty center, the loyalty center so he could hack them and go through the black market. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. It was a great ad- adaptation, I think. Yeah. Well, they I did th- a good job of yeah, I think, transferring. Yeah. They, they took the liberties of it so that it was well balanced. And, you know, I mean, you could you could have went the route of like purely, you know, having it where it's just based off the book and then yeah. have Wade be this kind of like Mary Poppins awesome dude. Yeah. Um, but even then, like there's like months that pass by in the book that they don't really show in real time in the movie. Right. Like, it's like five months later till they find, like, another key. They really, they polished it for Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. like a character dies in the book. Yeah, Daito dies in the book. Yeah, Daito dies. In real life. That's what gets Sorrento arrested, is that Sorrento has people break into Daito's house and throws him out of a building. Wow. And it's like, that's intense shit. (laughs) It's much darker. Super dark. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's there was a lot of things, but here's the thing. Like we've talked about, I, I personally think it's like you can't argue about movies that are based on comic books. Right. It's a run it's a of run. this thing. It's an adaptation. <laughs> it's Spielberg's run, okay? It would take movies but to I'll, do it justice. And, I'm putting this in air quotes yeah. because. Well, do you think on that, I mean, do you think they could have done like two. a trilogy where it's like a keeper film? Yeah, but then like, I, I was thinking myself. I, I was think like, it could have been two. I think it could be two. Um that that was my thought was just two like because three I'm like that's a little much. But the second one would be called Ready Player Two. <laughs> <laughs> Ready Player One Two. Oh my god. Yeah. One again. Um, but it would be probably called like Ready Player One Saga, and it's like oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Or Ready Player One Story. But I mean, the thing that I liked about the movie comparatively is the fact that they did take the liberties of giving Artemis more play, giving yeah. Samantha more play, because it not you know, Sam. Not Sam. Not Sam. Um, <laughs> and not having Daito die. And, like, the thing that, you know, you can argue that it potentially could have been stretched out to a longer movie or something like that. But does anyone remember and love when the movie was just one movie? 
Yeah. yeah. And remember, like, <laughs> it was just all contained. You didn't need an origin story it's for every goddamn character. actually one of my, my Kwame Kwongs. You know, we'll get into. Yeah, I mean, like, it didn't have to, like, you don't have to explain every single thing as if it was its own standalone movie and make yeah. a Ready Player One universe. Like, come on. Like, there is uh, an art form of making one movie and then jam-packing with as much stuff as possible and cutting out the things that you didn't need. Because, I mean, the book even itself had its own like backlash and stuff like that. But this yeah. movie here, like it will not get the same backlash for what the book did. It will get different ones, which I think is okay. Cause we live in a space where those two things can be referential of each other mm-hmm. and still have its same setbacks, but also have the same strengths. Yeah. Do we, do you want to talk about some of those favorite moments? No. Some of the, um, um, backlashes. Oh, uh, I mean, I can, I, like, be, what did the book get? Like, what I mean, book? from what I understand, um, and this is only because I've read some Twitter posts, some people did not like the way that Ernest Klein represented Artemis. Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. was more of like a trophy. She was more of like um, just an object. And okay. in fact, like um, Wade is kind of stalking her in a, in a way mm-hmm. um, and just like focusing so much on her. It was and, a good change. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A, I thought it was a good change. Um, they, there are some people that are saying. I would that feel the, like it's it, it, she was closer to like what you would perceive as a video game character, like an actual f- or a female video game character in like an older video game, yeah. where like they're kind of their own character by itself and their own mission, mm-hmm. like an Ada, Ada Wong from Resident Evil, and then mm-hmm. like at the very end, then it gets resolved, and then they kiss at the end, and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I miss. She felt more three dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt so too. I felt like she got. At first, I was like, "Oh, but it's Wade that goes to the prison." But I was like, "No, give her more s- screen time." Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's in the book. She's much more of a badass character. Mm-hmm. Like she almost solves the first challenge before Wade, mm-hmm. and he just happens to figure it out and get there and and do it. But still, it's like Artemis is a cool ass character. She's a she's a badass. Yeah, and yeah, they establish her that scene one. I don't think you can really yeah. have a character named that Artemis. That slide and under that badass. tanker was dope. Right. Yeah. On the Tron Super bike? The right? bike? Yeah, the, uh, no. Not the Tron Akira. bike. Akira. Sorry. Akira. <laughs> you uncultured sw- gal. I'm kidding. You're, you're welcome here, Chukwin. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I hate it when mom and dad fight. Yeah. So, favorite moments, or did you want to spend some more time on that? No, I mean, I think we're at favorite I mean, moments. if everybody at home, like, here's the thing. I... I don't know. We don't know everything. So if you know more about this, I've seen totally send me com- send us comments because yeah, I want to know more. I want to about- look into this. And um, I saw I saw it as of the recording of this. I've seen it the same day. Yeah, that we're recording this. So I don't had I haven't had a chance to like scour the internet. And yeah, see what people are saying. But the the one couple bits I came up with was um, I guess a like a insulting portrayal of gamers, hmm. which I did hmm. not pick up on. I didn't at get all. that at all. Yeah. Um, I love that it was, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you take the rules of that story and translate it to a game, there'd be issues. But like, I, I don't feel like I'm being patronized or yeah, anything yeah. on, on, you know, I on that thought, level. I thought it was a good. Uh, I thought it was a great representation. Well, I thought yeah. it was a, a good kind of like showing what companies that do microtransactions I think it's good commentary on, oh, on sure. what's going on in the gaming Absolutely. industry right now. Like, I was perfectly... To me, yeah. To me, it was accurate, if anything. It, yeah. it was kind of like it showed, like, what actual gamers... I know it's EA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, shows, it shows what gamers are going through now as if, it was, as if it was actual, like, livelihood. Is if your actual life re- resolved around the video game. Yeah. Right. Like, I loved how it's like, oh, I've seen all her Twitch streams. Like... Yeah, that is sometimes how you fucking yeah. like get to know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my big thing is like I I really like that it was it, it focused on the 
the topic of like escapism. Mm -hmm. Like the world is in its absolute like worst shape ever. Mm -hmm. And like to cope with it, you know, currently today, we, you know, see video games. We go sailing on a ship and take treasure chests. Yeah, go be pirates on the high seas. Your electronic avatar is worth real world money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Oh man, I remember when I would play World of Warcraft and people were selling accounts for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, I remember that in RuneScape. I was like, what do you mean sell your account? Why don't you just... But it it was also, it was crazy to see that extreme of like how it affected the real real world. Like his aunt's like boyfriend or whatever and his aunt like ready to kick him out if if he touched her like gloves. controllers basically her, her yeah. like, gloves. like it's that important of a thing that's that affecting you know society that much right and uh, it can affect like like they were so mad at him because he was about to win a match that would make them enough money pay to for move. the house yeah, or the artifact yeah yeah and it's like i loved when uh, I, I mean can this move to favorite, favorite moments parts? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because it, it was kind of to do it when iraq was like Dude, I've got like ten years of stuff, stuff in my yeah. mind yeah. right now. So um, don't do Which that. Is, thing. Hold on, and Which then is, when you see him explode, it's like tons of all shit. That, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Which is one thing that is a little weird because, like, uh, like any of the gamers at home, like you think about it, usually you have your avatars and stuff like that, but you have an inventory too, and you're you have like a like a box and item. Well, I mean, box. I don't think they have it in a way. So literally, when you lo- when you die, you lose. Yeah, everything. The whole game so I think his whole thing is he never had died before. I think the idea yeah. is that it's the mechanic is like you are yourself, so there is a reason to care and preserve yourself. Yeah, preserve exactly. yourself. Exactly, you're right. your inventory. Yeah. yeah so. it, the, every that whole game is permadeath. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, well, I mean, Not, you can respawn, but you respond with nothing. Right. Yeah. But know. yeah, that's what. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's um there's like people who play through certain games. With permadeath mm-hmm. to where, like, CFR, like, like play through Diablo. Zelda or something. Or Diablo. I did it with Diablo. Yeah. And then when you're done, you're done. You have to deal with character. Oh. <laughs> Hardcore mode on <laughs> Diablo 2 is Diablo 3. I, do, I did that with Kingdom Hearts and I just don't save. And that was, that was intense. That was yeah. really intense. I saw someone do it with Destiny. Um, and he made it through a very long time. And then he, he got like physics killed. Ooh. From like some like weird <laughs> like part of the like environment misadventure. Or yeah, it was a misadventure. Oh, oh, and so he just deleted it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like that's it. Yeah, but that's favorite parts. <sighs> so, Josh, did you did you say your favorite part? For was that it? I mean, no, that, that was, was one fun. of them. I one of my I, I love when the uh, Chucky was a weapon. Oh, yeah. yep. Try this. And how yeah. many he took out? Funny. Yeah, it was so good. It was so. You, funny. That's the only F word, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Fucking Chucky. Yeah, because that's the PG thirteen. You yep. can say fucking it, as long as it's not of sex. Exactly. Um, because there's a lot of words in his shit. I was like, you're full of shit. It's like, are you shitting me? It's like, Jesus, like, calm down with that shit word. Shit has not become a cuss word. I yeah. think it's no longer a cuss word these yeah. days. When he won the first challenge, I cried. When yeah, with when the, he pulled in with the DeLorean going backwards, you see like the. The floating trumpets and horns. Yeah, yeah, going through the channel, like underneath, like him figuring it out. Like I was just like, that's a lot of fun. It's just it Seeing was the a wireframe of, of the game above it. Yeah, yeah. spawning. You the like, me- you, well, the cool thing is you, the you show the mechanics. Yeah, I was like, that's dope. Uh, I mean, that goes along with it. The whole entire race is really awesome. Like. Yeah. Seeing the Batmobile, seeing Akita mm-hmm. bike, seeing the DeLorean, seeing King Kong jump off a building, seeing a T Rex, yeah. and you hear that, you know. That that roar that you're like, oh, that's that. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but, you know, second time watching, I'm like, oh, of course he put the T-Rex in there. And if you were listening, because it's Silvestri, you were getting some of the Back to the Future thing mm-hmm. in there. Oh, man. There uh, was one point I... I, I, I when the Zemeckis to, Cube. Yeah, when he does the Zemeckis Cube, it does the... Yeah. And I was like, ah, yes. I love the end when he's like waking up like in the house 
or like or when he, when he visits Artemis's like childhood, not Artemis, but uh, 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 Holiday's house, Holiday's uh, childhood house, mm-hmm. and it's like Da-da-da. yeah, you hear mm-hmm. you hear notes, chime. you hear notes of it. You're like you hear the wind chime thing. I was like, oh, yeah. like I uh, one of my favorite moments was, and I had many, but this one stuck out to me at the end uh, when you see Augie and he's like, you know, sign this contract. They mm-hmm. want you to do whatever. And he says, you know, I want to split it with everybody. And Simon Pegg had this really wonderful bit of acting he did when he says good choice that he was like really touched because he was on the other side where he didn't want, you know, his friend didn't want to share it with him yeah, and he wanted him out. So to hear him say, you know, I want to share this with you. He had this like almost holding back tears moment and he just says good choice. And I like I got I'm even right now. I'm like, oh, God, because (laughs) such a little thing, but it stuck out to me. And in the in the book, Og comes in a lot earlier, and he lives, he's, he lives his, in his avatar comes in a little bit earlier, and but also at the end, he's like their saving grace. Yeah, he has like this mansion that he has built in. And he has like his own pods. oasis yeah. pods, and he's like, "Do it, let's take him oh, down." Okay. And love like, it. I like that. That would have oh, been cool to see. I yeah, love Simon yeah. Pegg. But so yeah, I mean, I think the cool thing that this movie tried to do is try to remove him as much as possible, so that they could still have like these kids who take down the giant empire. Spielberg, yeah, you know, so they could Spielberg it. Spielberg, exactly. They're making it a teen, uh, a teen film, but also like a kid movie too. I mean, yeah. well, a second time watching it, there was a bunch of kids in that theater. I was like, whoa, and yeah. it was crazy to hear like parents kind of explaining it to like their little. Daughter. I liked that, and I was like. I was yeah. There were people sitting next to me going, "Oh my gosh, it's that! Oh my god!" Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I freaked out when beef. I saw the Spartans. Yeah, out. and <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Uh, every time I saw, it was funny because I was thinking, I was like, "You know, there were Marvel video games there." I was like, "Why is there no?" Oh, it's Warner Brothers movie. Yeah, ah. that's why it spawned. Well, that's yeah. why I had like Batman. Arkham Knight. Batman. That's why I had Batgirl. That's why I had Batman. I was like. But where the hell is Iron Man? I was like, these are more Mar- Oh, yeah. But I was oh, like, remember? but it could have been, it could have been a, P- uh, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and could have been, but they would have had to share the screen time. Yeah. But uh, Ali called it from the before the episode. My favorite, my favorite part was Mecha Godzilla's coming out, wrecking mm-hmm. shit, yep. and then mm-hmm. Iron Giant's fighting. But who comes out nowhere? Take Daito. form of. Take form of Gundam because he got the artifact from the beginning of the movie on the planet Doom. Yeah, yep. he could choose the form of a giant robot for two minutes. He chose Gundam, and it was the original Gundam, not Wing Gundam, not Unicorn Gundam, not uh, mm-hmm. Bar- Barbatos. It was the original Gundam, which was he looks kind of funky, but th- like seeing him do like well, no, just like him appearing and like in in the air hit, hits the pose, hits the pose, oh, and yeah. jumps down and then gets down. Well, also like, every time okay. he, like he did one of those samurai like one hit attacks and would slide back and then have the sword like. Uh, outside, I was like, mm-hmm. "This is." Dope. Tom, there's a small part of Tom that wishes it was Voltron. Mm, I mean, Gundam. I mean, you hear about Voltron, you hear mm-hmm. about Megazord, you hear about like all these robots come by Captain Planet, but you don't hear like the collectivism Although, of like Gundam. I probably would have lost my shit more if it was Megazord. <laughs> I probably would have <laughs> been like, been. I would have been on my seat screaming if it, it was just like the then, OG Mighty Morphin. And then you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can use that as their fight song. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for those Gundam fans out there, but See, that would have I grew up with Gundam. I mean, legit. I grew up with Power Rangers, and I've watched more Power Rangers than I've watched Gundam. But the thing is, like, I feel like Gundam, Gundam, for all those youngins out there, have been so slept on. And I'm just like, gotta gotta represent the Japanese people for, for one time, one time. Power Rangers is Japanese. But I mean, it had the American localization and popularity where, like, most people who aren't even in the anime like universe. I'll say I'll say there it's a it's a deeper pull for for Gundam. Like it, it was more yeah it was more niche nerd. I agree with to that. pull to yeah. pull Gundam in. Um, I mean like it's kinda like if you saw Neopets, like cool, but then if you saw like a Pokemon, you're like, oh my God, Pokemon. 
like it, it, it was a deeper pull. Yeah, it would say. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was one of as my. As long as they parts. don't do Digimon, that's fine by me. <laughs> um, one another favorite part I think was actually at the very end when Wade talks to Og and was like, "But the thing that Holiday missed the most was was you." And it was like, "You're his rosebud," mentioning fucking Susan mm-hmm. Kane. Yep. The film theorist wet dream. <laughs> um, but you know, like you saw that like bit of. That, that tear, that in, inner yeah. tear that like Og had, where he's like, you know, Jane, Holiday always said, like, the Oasis is not a one player game. And I was yep. like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I was like, I was getting choked. I was like, God damn. Yeah. That's it was fun. Yeah. I think, um, um, I think my favorite, I have a lot of favorite parts. Yeah. That, that Mecha Godzilla fight was, was, ama- was incredible. Um, but I think I just loved seeing the, there was a few moments that just like took me out. I'm like, oh man, like have a little nergasm. Mm-hmm. It was seeing like Iron Giant, like yeah. rendered in like yeah. in like real well, life, standing right behind him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. But, but and like, like in in movie yeah. CGI, yeah. not yeah. not like cartoon, cartoon CGI. Yeah. Like I want to now. I want a real life adaptation of Iron I Giant. I was yeah. <laughs> it was so good. That. It looked so good. Yeah. Um, I love I loved the shining sequences. Oh my like, god! I think that might have been my favorite H part. Running. It's like, hey, little girls, you know how to get out of here? <laughs> also, like, I wish no, when that happened, the whole theater went, oh. When he's pressing the elevator button? Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, I was just laughing. He's like, hey, show, is, is the shine, is it scary? I never watched it. I have to watch the movie through my fingers. And I love you. Know, it's like an 11 year old kid. Yeah. It's oh, so I have not seen The Shining. Oh, get out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because it's a horror movie and it came out when I was a kid. Yeah. So I'm not going to see it. So, and I All right, we're going to pause. Yeah, we need to pause. And I'm like, God, part of me wishes that, like, I could have seen that before because I, I wonder if it would have affected me differently. But then I was in, you would I was have been just like, in, oh, damn. I, okay. I was just in the seat, seat of yeah. H's point of view. So I was like, I was just, there you go. That's a good point. Yeah. I like the way you, you twisted that. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was laughing hysterically with the first time I watched it because I'm just like, H is going to get shitted on so hard because oh, yeah. of all this nonstop. Like the one's like the blood happened. All of a sudden, room two three seven was like, oh my uh, god. He's like, I'm just going to go all, with this. Yeah. I'm going to ride this out. And then all of a sudden, ended in the snow. I was like, oh my god. He's oh. My I assume this were all references, but it, it huge was references. Above, oh, oh, yeah. oh my huge god. references. Well, it's just uh. this thing of like any scary movie and someone not knowing what's going to happen to it. He's kind of like. <laughs> I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. and you're just enjoying them go through the yeah, ride. He basically fell into, or she, I should say, yeah. fell into every trap of that horror movie. Like, think of your favorite horror movie and yeah. imagine watching someone walk into blindfolded every into every single fucking thing. And so and you're just saw, counting on the fact that, like, they're going to get so scared. And, and then like, we, saw oh, the, uh, we saw the the dancing mm-hmm. zombies and I was like, maybe I need to see The Shining. And then I was like, no, this no, is not, this is not, not for The Shining. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very Disney-esque, that part. Yeah. Which, you know. Reminded me of The Haunted Hotel. And oh, I yeah, like that yeah, it wasn't it was, kissing the girl. It was dancing. Dancing with the girl, yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did kind of find a fun, count, found kind of funny was that before they got into the Shining world, uh, all the DVDs trickled down. I swear. I don't know. Uh, not DVDs. Or VHSs. I don't know who, who was in charge of that sequence or that, but I literally saw like five different Batman like yeah. mm-hmm. VHS covers. Yeah, I'm like, sure. Hmm, they could have put more VHS covers in there. But like I just saw a bunch of different like Batman like the, mm-hmm. the gold symbol. I was like, okay, that's I cool. loved Halliday's room. Like there were things like in Rush. the book. Yeah, Rush is a big thing. Yeah, in it's in it's in the book. Yeah, and there's in there were like Rush posters. I just was like, they didn't they didn't put aside everything. Yeah, and so it was it, it, the whole movie. I feel like okay, guys, this wasn't meant really to be the Ready Player One book. 
I, I mean, really, in my opinion, it's like you. This is an adaptation. It is just meant to be fun. It's not meant to change your life or anything like that. So I walked in going, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, there were so many little things that were like, you just needed someone to just like wink at you. Yeah. Like, hey, you remember? Remember that? <laughs> Wasn't that fun? <laughs> but also, Wasn't that cool too? You I'll, remember that video game you played? Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I would say like, this is supposed to be already, uh, not the, but yeah. already player one movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's like, uh, a, sh- a comic book version of the book, right? So it's like yeah. you got more pictures, so it kind of explicitly explains some stuff, but also took liberties and it condensed it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I like my, my friends from back home, like who read the book, enjoyed it. And so, I mean, like there, there is that divide of people who, oh, yeah. who mm-hmm. want the Snyder, who's like yeah. going to be to the T of everything of the book, but then that would be like a six hour long movie. Right. Or there's going to be people who love this because they know for what it, the movie was trying what to it's, be. What it's symbolizing, yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean I've read for I've read just on Facebook. Like, I, sometimes you have to just, like, put Facebook aside. But, you like, you see people are like, hey, what do you think about this? And then you just see, like, the first comment just <laughs> shitting on it. And you're like, yeah, I get your point. It's not that I'm closed-minded and I'm seeing your point. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see where you came with that. But it's like, you missed the point then. I, I don't think part of the marketing campaign... What that was saying, like this is the word for word adaptation of the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, from, from what you've told me, it seems like they put all the all the uh, essentials, li- all the creative liberties. Yeah, the outline. On, yeah, all the creative liberties were put on Front Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, there was no confusion that this was yeah not going to be super accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know, I. I There's no movie adaptation ever is, and I think yeah. that's just something we got to get past as a culture. Right. Yeah. Watch, I mean, it's like back. how. Sometimes I really do want to be like only Watchmen, but even that was like no. They still panned. had like differences. It was still divisively panned. They didn't have any of the the small comic book in the movie and all. That and the stuff. ending was changed. The ending was changed, and then that was yeah. so. Like that, we just got to get past that as as a culture that no adaptation is going to be. It's an adaptation. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's you want to know something that's good as the book? The book. A movie's not a book. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. A movie's you, not a book. You. Yeah. It's not going to work the same way on screen as it does on the book. Do you like Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah, right. As Patton Oswalt said, yeah, I don't like, I don't want to know where the things I love come from. I just love the things I love. So like, it's just, it's, it's going to be part of it. Build that into your, like when you go to see a movie of a book you love, I get it. It's probably your favorite book, whatever. Like just go in knowing it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Like or it my might buddy be a lot did of different. My buddy but... did that with uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Like it's one of his favorite books. And he's like, I went in knowing it was going to be different and I came out happy. And I was like, great. Ever since then, I've if taken If you prepare it. yourself and don't go into, I mean, this is for any movie, I think. If you don't go into it with all these expectations, just no. go in and be like, you know what? I'm just going to be entertained. I'm going to. And if you want to analyze, like really analyze, watch it again. Can and I, then you can go, okay, I've enjoyed it, but now I'm going to watch it again so I can get all qualmy qualm up in here. I'm I'm going to yeah. do what a Josh does. I'm going to violently make this weird turn. Ooh, say like finally this. change the conversation. You know what? If you aggressively have an expectation of a movie, you know what? I don't think that movie has an aggressive ex- expectation of you. And most people shouldn't because they're going to be definitely disappointed when they meet you. And that's the thing with reality. Whoa. You should not have expectations for the first time seeing something, even if you've heard about it. Like, yeah. again, it's always like when you see something for the first time, have zero expectations. So there's the saying that says leave your expectations at the door. Yeah. yeah. You're um, a clean slate. Mm-hmm. With yeah. that, I think we can move into Kwame Qualms and then later go into yes. other things that we want to talk about. Sure. Yeah. So let's do some, um, let's, 
Let's do some Kwame Kwams. Let's I, talk about favorite characters, and, and then let's rate it, like yeah, we always do. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. for me, Kwame Kwam, off the, off the cuff, I'm going to be like, I remember when this movie was in production, and they were, and Spielberg was trying to get Gene Wilder to come out of retirement. For oh, this yeah. Because James Halliday is based off of Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, Got him perfect. And I, 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 cr- I cry a little bit on the inside to think, like, oh. But you know what? Fucking Mark Rylance is great. He killed it. Um, he was awesome. Was Shout out amazing. to him. Um, I've loved him ever since uh, Bridge of Spies, which... Oh, uh, yeah. Spoilers. Bridge of Spies is not a bridge made out of spies. Um, what? <laughs> what? I thought... <laughs> um, but I, I, lo- I loved him. I thought he was great. I thought he played that cool kind of kooky, eccentric, but also kind of not always there because he's always... Like, he's more... The ideas he has are more important than what's actually happening in reality, which is a really poignant like lesson in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that turned into like a, a thing I loved. But um another thing, I actually wish the movie was a little bit longer. I wish the movie it's interesting. Like, I don't I, I'm 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 in that <laughs> I'm audience. laughing only because I know what Corey's qualming qualm qualming Kwame Kwam. Kwame Kwam is. Because I'm I'm a fan of you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm one of those people who's like oh, I'm watching I'm on Netflix. I'm 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 scrolling for 20 minutes because I'm like I'm not ready for this movie. I'm not ready for this movie. I'm not ready for this movie cuz sometimes the subject matter is too heavy mm-hmm. or sometimes it's super long and it has to engage you. But I mean a movie that's like 3 hours long or something like that and I know it's going to be quality like a Lord of the Rings or something like that. Corey you should like that. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay. Doesn't with it. doesn't work like that. <laughs> here's a, here's what I and it's like, three hours. That means you like it. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. But if you know it's quality, I mean, there's a two and a half hour long movie, which I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this. Sometimes there's a 74 minute horror movie. I'm like, sometimes I, there's a 45 minute. I agree Netflix with that. Episode. And I'm not saying that Spielberg's this is like matches the quality of Spielberg's like early work mm-hmm. or earlier work. But it's as easy to watch as any Spielberg film is to watch. Like mm-hmm. you it's can Spielberg film. If Jaws is on, if Jurassic World, is, or Jurassic, not Jurassic World, but if Jurassic Park is on, <laughs> uh, you're you're gonna watch it. Like it's just easy watching. It's entertaining. It's fun. There's charm to it. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. I get I get that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and and I don't know why I've had this taste lately. And this is some baggage I bring in. I wouldn't mind if leave like, your baggage at the door, Tom. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> I got mine checked in by security. So it's oh, okay, um, but I would have liked like some sequences to be like a little bit longer on the emotion. Like there's mm-hmm. one where yeah. uh, right when spoilers, right when the aunt dies mm-hmm. and the stacks fall down, he mm-hmm. like he sits down for a second and he's like, no, no, this is before that. Sorry, he's making the deal with um, uh, where he's talking to Sorrento Sor- Sor- yeah. for the first time. Yeah, and he's like taking a breath and there's a wide. And then it goes into a, a close-up of his face. I would have liked it to be a little bit longer. Like, I don't know how, but, like, just stay on that emotion for a little bit longer. Because th- you could tell that the movie was, like, cut in a way where all the pacing is pretty well paced out. Mm. Like, it wasn't, like, this super huge rush. The entire movie is pretty much just rushed. Like, it felt like it's yeah. just race to get to the keys. Race, 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 yeah, race. I don't agree with that. Really? No, I, th- I mean, I'll let you fin- finish your point first. I'll get to mine. Um, I would have want, like, these longer pauses where, like, you could kind of stay with, like, there's a sadness with this character when this person dies or, like, there's more confusion. Um, one thing that really kind of, like, showed me, like, how they intentionally created pauses was in the Shining sequence is when all this blood is rushing everywhere and he's trying to run and escape. H is trying to run and escape. And then they're, like, running, trying to find out, like, they have 60 seconds left because they yeah. have the key. And then all of a sudden... Like they're like, um, and then all of a sudden H says, Oh, I saw uh Karen or Kira, and then they all like what? And they all fall. And that's when the music stops and mm-hmm. they cut to the picture frame. Like it was a, 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 appropriate ish, 
and uh, a purpose, purposeful amount of like, we need to reset the pace. Mm-hmm. Because it needs to go into this slowing dance sequence stuff instead of this like run, 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 run for your life, cutting, yeah. editing. I agree. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, I would have wanted it a little bit longer. I'd like it longer. But uh, I want to hear, because this is just for humor's sake. Not I, says Corey, I. Okay. Corey's rebuttal. Um, for me, the, there was pacing where I felt it dragged towards the end. Which part? Um, well, I was telling Josh this earlier. It was like when they got the second key, I kind of looked inside myself and I went, Oh, fuck, they still need another key. Like, I was ready to get to the wow. makes me climax think you didn't at like that the movie. point. I, I did like it. I really okay. did. But there's only so much CGI explosion I can handle before my brain <laughs> checks out. That's the yeah. honest part of it. Like, mm-hmm. that whole battle part at the end and his whole his speech was great. Thought it dragged. Uh, but there's only so much my eyes can handle before I go, I get it. They're fighting. Yeah. Like, that's honestly <laughs> what happened in my brain. I was like, I want to move back yeah, to the story. Matrix Reloaded. Reloaded. Yeah, right, Matrix Reloaded. I fucking hate that film. Yeah. I can't stand oh, it. Uh, I wanted to get back to the story. And I was like, I get it. It's cool. We're seeing all these references. It's very exciting. But that whole fight, to me, could have been five minutes to shorter. To me, that specific sequence, I, w- I was right there with you, where I was like, as soon as it started, I was like, this isn't, there's no stakes in this fight. No. That, like, I know that shield just going to come down from the inside. Mm-hmm. They're they're not contributing anything to- towards yeah. it. It made sense afterwards because they had to fight through the IOI army, mm-hmm. like afterwards. But that initial that part, that ramp up shooting. to where the shield was going down, I feel like that part could have been shortened or, or or taken out. Maybe the fight starts after, like maybe they get the shield yeah. down. What's his name comes out as Godzilla, and then an army fucking comes over the mountain, like in Lord of the Rings, Helm's Deep. They exactly. think all is lost, and boom, it comes. The along. action only starts. The action only started when the shield came down. Right. So for mm-hmm. that little sense. 10, 15 minute section, I was kind of checked out. The Gundam thing was cool; it was great, but by that time, I had already lost interest. Is the weird part. I want to create a little bit of a discussion about that because I almost compare that to the beginning race, where the race is a huge CGI action bit, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's. Kind of like to your point, it, you don't you're not tired of it yet because it's kind of driving you into the world and the right. craziness and but two the possibility. Hours in, and then yeah, two hours in, where now like, it's kind of like this is kind of the culmination of like where everyone's come like come to and everyone's at their final form. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it does show like because the thing I've always found as a in, in film theory is when action happens, plot stops, mm-hmm. and it's really tough to make an action sequence plot driven. Yeah. So. Yeah. Movies like The Matrix, the first one where Neo first fights or second uh, beats Agent Smith is one of the greatest fight scenes ever because it's this final point in the narrative where like everyone said you can't beat him and it's blah, blah, blah. And so I would agree to Corey's point to the point where the fight should have started right when the shield came down. Because the thing yeah. is, the, the narrative point of that fight is that the entire world is now galvanized to stop IOI. And yeah. that's it. Um, well, and there, it, there doesn't need to be too much of like all this mm-hmm. stuff, but it's yeah. also a visual yeah, yeah. standpoint for me too. Like it's it's a sensory thing. So like the reason movies like Blade Runner stuck out so much to me is you have these dark worlds with vibrant colors. The issue with a lot of the movies that they're referencing now, like the new Ninja Turtles or stuff like that, mm-hmm. is there are all these muted colors. So everything yeah. started to blend together for me, and it was hard for it, me to it see every the easiest thing to look at. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything's these very like dark greens or dark blues or whatever. Like, Tracer stood out because she's mm-hmm. bright orange and white. And I would have liked to see maybe more of that. Like, maybe the Ninja Turtles were the old, like, fucking 90s cartoon yeah. Ninja Turtles. Or uh, something that was a little more poppy to me because I got this Transformer effect during that, that whole segment. Been, maybe this should have been lightsabers. 
That would have been dope if there were lightsabers. That's great. But like, I needed a little more juxtaposition to color. I also, I guess by the end of it, I, I didn't fear the bad guy. Like, 30 minutes towards the end, I was like, well, it doesn't fucking matter at this point. Like, even yeah. when he had the gun and was walking towards the van, I was like, no. Nah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not, it's nothing, nothing's going to happen. So, I think the stakes were lost a little early for me from that point on. And I think that maybe that's why I felt the movie could have been shorter is because the last half hour, I was kind of like, it's done. And it felt like, it felt like that same thing people complain about with The Lord of the Rings where there's like eight different endings. And I felt like, I kind of felt that way. I felt we could have cut 20 out and I would have been happy. Mm. This will be fun. I I guess (laughs) to that point, like I think some of uh, my main qualms was were that it didn't feel. Maybe this is just I don't know how much of this is pulled from the book or or whatever. But right, I mean we're just talking film right now. Yeah, because I didn't read the book. I'm sure the book is paced a lot better than that. For the for the film, I felt like I wanted more clever video gamey stuff. going on. As opposed to just like, hey, look, it's Tracer. Hey, more look, it's the Donatello. Chuck- oh, yeah. character it's reference like, wise. Right. It's like, like, I get more the references. Chucky stuff would have been great. Yeah. I love like, that. Like that yeah. was cool. You know, that was like purposeful and it was like, it was a bit, you know, it was a gag. Um, I would have loved to see more of that stuff as opposed to, hey, this is just a field full of character Like character what if references. someone was Mr. Potato Head? Like that would have been something yeah. that pops. But then like not just Mr. Potato Head, but like for a reason. Oh, oh, I see what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a depth to like, the Like we references. need someone to get up there and Tracer blinks up there. Yeah. Like, or like... Like a like a mage from World of Warcraft or something like that. Well, we need this because they do magic, et cetera, et cetera. I like that. Uh, a I would comp- have a to composition s- like in Overwatch or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, w- I would have liked to see more purposeful Like the references uses. are cool, but like use those references. Right, like use those references. Like when the Spartans use their laser to shoot sh- shit down. Like exactly, when they all yeah. piled yeah. together on that thing. Yeah, like that. That would have yeah. been cool. Like, well, I even love like the King Kong blocking the race. Like mm-hmm. that. Like that was cool. You yep. know what I mean? Like that was purposeful. It was used very intelligently and I, lo- and I loved it. Um, because I loved all the references, you know, mm-hmm. him like on the DeLorean, you know, oh my God, that was beautiful. getting the coins and when the fuel. When he tossed fuel. the car out the first time, that was the coolest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Just these little bite-sized cars that they just tossed out. Because it was like the same mechanic you saw with Tron and the bikes, but except now it's yeah. the DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the, uh, even the, what was it? Um, um, the cube. Uh, the Zemeckis cube. Zemeckis cube. Like or the holy cool. hand grenade. Holy hand mm-hmm. grenade. Yeah. Like those were perfect references and used and all that stuff. Yeah. So I would love to see that a little more. And I guess I, I said between you two saying that like, I do wish it was longer, but only if it trimmed the stuff that it didn't need, like some of the excess action. A little more story. And had a bit more story and, and a bit more character yeah. development. I would have loved to see a little bit more development with Wade. Mm. Um. I felt outside like of the Oasis. Outside of the Oasis, I felt like he didn't really change a whole lot throughout the movie. I'm trying to think, but I, I never felt like he was like he wasn't necessarily like my number one main character that I'm like, you know. I loved H. H was, <laughs> was great. Like, yeah. I, uh, uh, I think we'll, Artemis changed we'll, more. We'll go into favorite characters yeah, too. Yeah. But Josh? Joshua? I, I guess what I wanted to say is that that whole battle scene for me was a fucking wet dream for me because, mm. be, and again, it's baggage. Mm-hmm. I come to it with some baggage where it's like, it's like if you watch a show or if you watch anything, any kind of movie and it's adapted on something, I'm sorry to, what is it? What is the phrase? Kill a dead horse or something like that? Beat a dead horse. Beat yeah. a dead horse. I don't mean to do that. It's just like when I was watching it, I was like, ooh, this is fun because they know it wasn't like it was in the book, but I was watching it and I was like, oh, that's so much fun. That's so cool. And mm-hmm. the battle, like, it was meant to be a distraction mm-hmm. just so they could do everything that they were trying to do within the orb. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. You didn't, 
they're trying to fight this orb that they know cannot be attacked from the outside. The outside. So mm. it's like, what's the point? But anyway, um, when it comes to like qualmy qualms, yeah. And I'm not disagreeing. I think the battle was great. It's just when it happened. Yeah. For yeah. me. Yeah. That All right. Mean, that's the only thing I needed to change. Yeah. And maybe a little shorter. So Josh, no qualms. No, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I because I did have a qualm, but I was like. <sighs> Shit, I can't think of it. I'm is sorry. it part of the book that he just leaves his password out like that? Oh, that had nothing to... I don't even remember. Because that bugged me a little bit. Yeah. Boss Man 69? Yeah, like... Not even that. Like, that's... I think that was hilarious. That made me giggle. Because it was so douchey, bro. I was like, yeah. yeah. He probably but, like, would this totally guy am. who has, you know, holograms and shit like that is writing a ripped piece of post-it on his chair I didn't buy. I yeah. think that's a qualm I had. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have been a little more clever with that. Yeah. Um, I just, the fact that he off chance saw it and like, if you're going to have holograms and people who you don't trust in your room, you would remove that regardless. It's not like it's something he forgot about. It's out in the open. He uses it every time he logs in. I think that's a little bit of the Spielberg logic though. That the, that the, the villains are kind of dumb. Not, not even though, because like it's almost too dumb. Like I almost would have liked it if it was on the back of like a cigarette container he had. Or like something he took out without thinking, but it's out in the open twenty four seven. Yeah, like that that right. bugged me. Yeah, That's yeah, a qualm yeah. of mine. It's like you would have auto login, buddy. Yeah, like you would have auto login, or like you'd have a. Touch what if ID. it's what if it want, he wants him to sign something and he flips it open and on the back of it there's the password. Possibly like something a little more, yeah. like showing that Wade is a little more aware than just like oh there's a password out in the open anyone could see, like all of his people in the room. No. <laughs> anyway. I feel really bad because I did have a qualm and then I forgot it. That's totally fine. I should have written it down. You're, uh, you're welcome here too. Yeah. I did have totally qualms. Fun. You should have wrote it down like he did. Yeah. <laughs> I should have left chair. it on a sticky note on the side of my chair. I did have a qualm and now I can't even think of it. That's fine. Uh-huh. I'm so mad right now. That's okay. If you think of it through the rest of it, we'll we'll go to like, if we want to move on to favorite characters from here, I can, I, H was one of my, my favorites. I mean, I knew as soon as she said, you never know who they're going to be. I was we like, oh, you're not who. Shock. You know, yeah, who you think yeah, you're yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just I liked that that character a lot. This character development of being like this tough exterior because you can be anyone in Oasis. Ah, qualm. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I'll <laughs> come back to mine. Fe- 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 no, I, I'm sorry. Um, kind of in the marketing of it. Mm. Can that count? Yeah. You you were you were given the wrong expectation because of the marketing, and the marketing is supposed to give in you the expectation. In a sense, I mean there was. There were some aspects, uh, but see here, I'm sorry. I, my qualms can't count. I don't think I'm Just allowed to it. have qualms. Just say it. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, because I have, my qualms are based off what the book had. It's okay. That's The mystery fine. of some of the characters. I guarantee you someone at home is going to have the same thing. Yeah, there's Well, someone. I mean, like Artemis, she's not revealed until later. Mm-hmm. H isn't revealed until later. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of the, all the real world stuff, because the, the stakes in the Oasis are bigger mm-hmm. in the book. And I think what you guys mentioned, the stakes weren't that high. What yeah. do you mean they were bigger in the book? Meaning, well, because in the book, the Oasis is it. Mm-hmm. That's where people live. There is no world. There you, go to, really, you go to sleep in reality. You, you live in the Oasis. Pretty, I mean, they put a lot of stock in what happens in reality in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. In, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Oh, I kind of like the mystery and the magic of what happened in the book. And and see, that's why I feel like I shouldn't be able to, I shouldn't be allowed to have qualms on this because I read the book and I, I'm i going against totally what fine. I said You're of fine. like, it's an adaptation. I think, but I it's think like, there, there's, there's this, 
a dimension to that where it's like it's okay to discuss like what the book accomplished as a whole yeah. versus like what the movie it's, did. It's kind of like what we do. We still love the things that we love, but yeah. we yeah. still be adults and talk trash about yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are just certain, like, there's certain things, aspects that I'm like, I kind of wish you would have kept that mystery of it. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, in the book, does it say if you died, did you die in the game at the same time? Because in Isekai genre, if you died in real life and your consciousness was in the game, you yeah. would be alive in the game. It wouldn't you really, just have no body to come back to. It's not really a consciousness. It's not like that, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's really you're just loading a character. It's VR. Okay. okay. So if you died, you would just... You'd You're playing. dead. Your body's dead, but your character has nobody to play with it. Uh, okay. Just be standing there. You could log into somebody's character and M put it in another quarter. Because yeah. see, because see, if it was the other way around, where your Continue. consciousness is going to the world, yeah. your body doesn't mean much. Yeah. Because then, in this world, in this stakes that Clyde Klein made, it does yeah. make sense where there's a lot of weight. Yeah. And since he did help with the screenplay, I'm assuming it. Yeah. You know, you had to do some liberties to change it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry, That's H. Oh uh, yeah, no, I just thought H is is their story was great. I thought her 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 character arc being this tough badass kind of thing, and then you find out that it's you know she's put on this facade because she's maybe not comfortable with who she is as yeah. a person, or isn't doesn't think anyone will accept who she is as a person. Uh, and then you find out that she's like the most lovable one of the whole gang. Was was I really enjoyed that? Yeah. I really really enjoyed that. Probably the only one with their driver's license too. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. My favorite character was Artemis in this movie, and I haven't read yeah. the book, so I don't know how. No, she's a great character. Um, and in the in the movie, I I liked her a lot because she was just the cool thing is that Parsival looked up to her, like yeah. she's this dope character that like everyone wanted to clan up with, and you know the Artemis, the goddess of the hunt, and stuff like that. And plus, like, I don't know if there was so much motion capture or like the voice acting, but like. The character, for some reason, in the game did not reflect how I envisioned her in reality. Yeah. Like, I envisioned her almost to be, like, 30 years old. Oh, yeah. Like, the way that this act, the acting was portrayed in the in the, in the the Oasis. It was yeah. really weird. I was like, this is a grown woman. This is a grown-ass woman. And then going out, I was like, that is a teenager. Yeah. Like, what am I, like, what is, but then you hear the voice like, that should not come out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah, which, I mean, it was cool. It, it got me. You know, that, that was a cool thing. And plus the Akira bike. And, like, to me, like, she almost, in the in the movie, like, really underlined that big thing. It's like, you don't mention your real name. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. shit. Like, you learn in AOL 1.0, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I liked her a lot. And then in the movie, you know, where she goes into the war room yeah. and she's the one sneaking behind and all that stuff. It's just, I, I liked her character more than I liked Wade. And I think Wade really kind of just was more of an audience vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Artemis, I, he's a, he's he's there because he had to be there because he's in the book. And it's like, well, he we was, should uh, have the lead character in there. Yeah. But let's focus on Artemis. <laughs> he, was our, he was our avatar. Yeah. Yeah. For the movie. Yeah. Josh Riley, favorite characters? Um, I think my favorite character had to have been Irock. Irock, yeah. yeah. Um, TJ Miller. Because uh, I'm a huge TJ Miller fan. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I loved I loved his character. I loved those, like, he, like, did some, like, role-playing stuff, but mostly he was just, like, a geek or, yeah. like, a nerd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Talking about the, the carpal tunnel in his neck? Yeah, carpal tunnel in his neck. <laughs> like... How's it doing? Oh, I think I'm going to need physical therapy. It's a real camp remove, man. You don't even know how to use an orb. <laughs> yeah. But he was, he was supposed to be like this, or he is kind of to a degree this like tough guy. Well, the thing like, I loved is that he kind of 
fits in the stereotype is like he's the level 2099 yeah, yeah, yeah. sorcerer paladin lord. Like, but he's just really a nerd, you know what he's I'm saying? He's been there since vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping there was going to be a turn where he like. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he's like, I got 10 years worth of shit on yeah, me, man. he didn't do anything. Uh, I was hoping there'd be a little more like, all right, fuck it. No I'm safe like, haven for scoundrels here. You know what yeah. I mean? There was, like, I, maybe that's another little small but that, that I, I feel that's a very <laughs> yeah. spielberg thing, too, is that the Cretan that always helps out the main villain never gets redemption. Yeah. That's like a, like a, like a 80s thing. They do not thing. save the cat. No, I won't. <laughs> I mean, if it's Indiana Jones, he'll save his hat. So, I mean, the point's yeah. like a cat. <laughs> even if he would have died. Like, even if he was still have died, it would have been cool if he, like... Did helped something it somehow. Yeah, did something yeah. at the end to had a little thumbs up when he falls in the lava. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. Um, favorite characters? Do you think James Halliday counts? Yeah. Would it be yeah, a side absolutely. character or a main? Yeah, I mean, I think we should favorite characters. Okay. He was great. His character portrayal was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I thought that I, was a lot of fun. It, you know, I, now I really want to read the book because I really yeah. did like how the movie portrayed. Like there is a like there is a point of the fact that like. There is this person who's created, who's played God, but in all, in in the real, in in all honesty, it's like just wanted to well, yeah, have someone had, that understood them. He clearly had some social, uh, you know, issues and social anxiety or social, you know, yeah, but didn't I mean, pick up on social cues. And it yeah. wasn't until the end of his life he realized all of the, I mean, he, anything, any of the chances he had at real life, he mm-hmm. did, he he didn't he didn't take. Yeah, and so he had to find some way so that story could be told. And, you know, in the weird, you know, psychosis that he has, can't even just say it to the one person that he wanted yeah. to say it to, but instead have someone in the world that would just figure that out. Yeah. And say that in in lieu of him. I don't know. There was something very, I don't know, I, I identify loved about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that'll be my answer. I liked, I liked um, Mark Rylance's um, portrayal. portrayal of him. And I just thought it was a, it was a sweet character. I thought, um. Simon Pegg as Ogden was great mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I, just, I, I really he's really endearing as a person. Simon Pegg. It was, it was cool mm-hmm. to see him with an American accent. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden have his did a good job accent when he's a curator. Yeah, so I was like, oh, um, yeah. Do we want to rate it? Yeah, let's rate it. We always rate them. Rate them. I feel like I'm going to be the grump of the group. This you probably week. are going to be the grump of the group. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say just four, four, just okay. straight four. Mm, okay. I'd say it's one of my. I've seen Spielberg's more recent works, and I've I've said this for the record. Like I'm not really too happy with a lot of his recent works and all that stuff. I mean, not like I'm not happy, but they weren't as great as a, mm-hmm. this one. I feel like, oh, he he still got it, baby. He still got some some some. Of it that did magic. feel there were some great moments in this where I felt very like ET, like when the van's pulling away and all the bad guys run up behind it, and they're like, oh, I missed it. Like I love those. <laughs> I love those little like Spielberg tropes. They're yeah. like total like Goonies vibe. I, yeah. I really there were some gems in here that I really like in loved. his next movie it won't say director of War Horse it'll say director of Ray Player One you know yeah. I mean like you know yeah. usually directors yeah, when yeah. they aren't really too happy with their previous works they'll mention like a work before that one Jurassic Park yeah so I mean like this feels like something that he would still hold true and I, I like that yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to give it probably like a three point five okay yeah. Only because I did want a little bit more like depth and purpose, like my qualms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, like it was just a it was just a blast. Like I want to see it again immediately in theaters, and I'm um, I'm gonna own it when it comes out. You know, just so I can like watch it, you know, frame by frame, and pick out every single mm-hmm, little reference mm-hmm. and it would be geek out about it because I think there are lists like. Of 137 some, things you missed yeah. in Ray Player One. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the Easter eggs. In 10 minutes or less. Exactly. I'm Ben from What Culture, and here's... <laughs> nah, uh, Shout out. Josh? 
You want to see if you're the grump, huh? I do want to see. Like, I don't want to influence anyone else's. You are going to be the grump. Not, Josh is not, not going to be, be the grump. It's not going to be a five because there are some things that I would change, and we have said that that would be the... You I'd blow. probably... Shit, if I could do like a between... I'll do a 4.5. Okay. But I okay. feel like my answer shouldn't matter. Shut up. Nope. <laughs> Shut the fuck up <laughs> with that shit. All nerds are welcome. All opinions yeah. are... Stop here to be heard. Let us get like put you down. Okay. Don't anything, put yourself cool. down. If anything, you're you're a book reader that is giving it a high score. So that yeah, should that's amazing. Okay. That should count for that something. That should stand. Um, so I gave Tomb Raider three point seven five, and I'll do this. I'll do the same. Three point seven five. So I think Ali might be the grump. Oh, of the I'm the grump. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and you sounded like you liked it more actually, than you know he what? did. Three point six five. Three point six five. Three point six five. Someday can we like sit down and Don't like hurt me. I don't do the, like, I do a point. I do a 4.1. I don't 1.4.12. We need to like, establish our, our scale. You, wait, no, on Tomb Raider, you did 4.85. Maybe. No, I, maybe yeah, our you did. scale doesn't matter. Yes, you did. And that's Shut the up. point. Go back and listen I, Like to I it. said, four, if it's in a four You range, said 3.85 last week. When I say four, this is the part where it's like, this is the director's work, and it's a work that they'll stand by. When it's lower than that, I'm like, eh, it's a popcorn movie. Yeah. And again, like, for someone that, like, is a no. Th- we need to break it down. How about we do that in a bonus episode? A scale. <laughs> like, this is what a one, one to 1.3 means this. We'll make our own scale. But anyway, 3.65, Tom. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. That's I what I gave it. Fight. It's the second time I've had to say that. Well, it wouldn't happen if I wasn't wearing hockey pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here I thought we'd get through an episode without it. Never. Never. Never, Never. let that happen. Well, oh. now it's game over. Now, yeah. Yeah. Game over. Man. Do you guys feel complete? I do. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah, we, I did do. we discuss it? I thought we I analyzed could, I could, it. I could go more. I could actually go more. But we could. That'll bring Why us would to, you say that at 70 minutes in? Exactly. So, but I was like, that'll bring us to overtime. So. <laughs> Slip and wow. slide in my DMs if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you thought. Comment on our post. Tell us what your favorite part was, your favorite reference. Yeah. Your character, what your qualmy qualms were. Again. What your rating is out of stars. Oh, yeah. Does the scale? I don't even think the scale really matters. No. no. I don't think it matters <laughs> it at all. I hope someday we get big enough where someone does actually be like, here's all the ratings they've done over the years. Be like, yes. <laughs> Did you say if we get big enough? When? I said when. Okay, good. Yeah. Whose rating is it anyways? Um, but you can find, again, all that social media's stuff at our website, Nerd Media. on the Post. Postcast. The- Nerdonthepasta.com. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. I don't know what it is, but pretty- <laughs> we're all level of ravioli are welcome. There you go. <laughs> Nerdonthepodcast.com. Yes. Yeah, there it Thank is. you, everyone. And, Thank you so uh, much for listening. As always, Nerd, nerd on. on. <laughs> <laughs>